0: Right. I just had a Red Bull. There's no reason for me to be yawning. Um. Anyway, let's go.
1: All right. So, welcome to Take It or Leave It. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. It's it, just, it doesn't it's matter. not even
0: close though. Yeah. We should come up Uh, with a new one. We should come up with something because, okay. I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So, any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave
1: It, we're going to talk about uh, a visit we had yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, a friendly visit that we had yesterday, which was wonderful. And, um, a couple of, uh, odds and ends, um, if we have time, we might talk about UFOs and space creatures cause that just happened again. I really feel like they are entering our airspace more frequently. I
0: agree. Yeah. Hopefully and, we uh, all become best friends. I think the biggest thing that we're going to talk about is a video that I made this week that mm-hmm. some of you may be waiting to hear me say words about it on the podcast. So that's what we are going to also do. Why is the Gordon Ramsay picture behind you falling down? I don't appreciate that. The cat jumped on the couch and it and it leaned forward. So I have to get it
1: hung is the problem. That was um, a custom-made art piece and or I love you. it. And it's right here and he and I lock eyes multiple times a day.
0: So, it's good. Right. Okay, so let's open the show with a mom fail. <laughs> it's really early in the morning and I've already gotten into an argument with my kid and made her cry. So what was going on with Chloe? She woke up really early and, um, I, I don't want to go into detail cause I don't want to embarrass her, but I gave her a specific thing to do. I said, go back in your room, please do something. And then you can come back in here. But it was something that needed to be done. It was a time sensitive thing. And she just couldn't wrap her brain around the instructions. And then she became a teenager and got mad at me and it just escalated so quickly. And it's seven in the morning and I'm just waking up and I, she does this thing where she just argues about everything, every, every she argues about me saying she's arguing. Like, it's just, it's so weird. Anyway, anyway, so I told her she was grounded, but I've never grounded her. And I don't even know what that means, really. I just said it. And she is asleep again. Oh, she fell back. So she was super overtired. Yeah, same though. And I yeah. I was just like a crazy, angry bear poking its head out from a cave to <laughs> roar and then like pulling the blankets back up and then pulling them down. So when she wakes up, I'm going to apologize People are saying, "Tiffany, you don't need to say anything else." <sighs> Thank you, I appreciate it. I, uh, I may, I may not. We'll see. They meant about the video, yes. not about Chloe.
1: Yeah, but we did get to see each other yesterday. We did not get to go live together. We, um, we utilized every minute. That's what I'll say.
0: Uh here's what I'll say. Meredith and her husband are angels sent from above. Um uh, Meredith and Dave showed up at my house yesterday with garbage bags. Meredith in her crop top took probably 10 bags of laundry down the stairs and all the way to a laundry mat and washed them and folded them and put them away while her husband sat down with me and helped me get my finances and bank stuff in order because I am overwhelmed and don't know how to do that. We spent hours going through all of my unopened mail, organizing it, sorting it. He put, for those of you who are watching the stream, he put post-it notes on the mail with instructions telling me what to do so that I have to do as little thinking as possible. Uh, I got emotional at one point and cried from embarrassment, and Meredith basically just grabbed both sides of my head and said, shut the hell up. You're my friend and I love you and I'm here for you. And you don't have to go through this alone. And I'll never be able to express how grateful I am for what you guys did yesterday. It was really, um, I, it's hard to find the words. I'm not I just having people show up and expect absolutely nothing in return. It was life-changing and I love you and I appreciate you. Mm.
1: I want to thank you for allowing me to do the laundry because I thoroughly enjoy it. You know I do. I actually love it. I think the best part was when we got back and I was sorting your stuff and showing you and asking you where to put things. You were like, you know how to fold a fitted sheet? And I was like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> I was so impressed.
1: Um, excuse me. Do I know how to fold a fitted sheet? No, I think it was – my problem a lot of times – is that I want to help, but I'm not exactly sure how to help, right? You know, that situation where you're like, I want to help you, but what can I do? This was the perfect scenario for me selfishly because I knew exactly what I could do to help you. Mm. And then I felt like it was helpful. And I knew like, this is my lane, man. This is what I can come and help you with. And I don't ever want to see you um, feel that way again, because you don't ever have to be embarrassed by mm. uh, you know anything with us because we love you inside and out. So there's nothing at, that you, that could happen that I wouldn't come and wash your sheets, man. like that's like mm. that's something I can do. so it was it was great. I wish that there was more time. yeah, I really I do. I wish there was more time because I felt like as soon as we kind of completed some things, you had to go pick up your kids. We had the five hour drive. Yeah. which sucks um, that yeah. we're so far away. But like, I would have loved to have been able to, you know, come in and poke around and help you for the the next week. Like if I had that option to do so, like I would be there every day
0: harassing the shit out of you. <laughs> I would love it. I was telling some people in a live last night, like it felt like, and it's the only thing I could compare it to. And it's, I'm not trying to be offensive, but it felt like, you know, have you ever watched those episodes of hoarders where there's this person who's just got all this mental stuff going on and these people come in and try to help and fix everything and the person who lives there just has so much shame and guilt and you know embarrassment and like that's what it felt like it's not easy for me to ask for help uh, at all and when you had originally brought it up on the podcast I was like yeah okay sure I'll take your help 50% thinking it was never going to come to fruition um and I think because it was live on a podcast and you asked, I felt obligated to say yes, but usually I would have just said no. <laughs> um But yeah, it was one of those things where you just, it gets so overwhelming to a point where you don't even know where to begin and having somebody with fresh eyes and fresh hands and a fresh heart come in and be like, I'm gonna, I got you. Even Dave yesterday, he was sorting my mail and I was just sitting there watching him with like my eyes glazed over. And he's like, why don't you go sit on the patio for five minutes while I do this? And I like cocked my head to the side. And he's like, that way you don't feel stressed or overwhelmed or nervous. Just go sit out there. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. So I went out on the porch. And as soon as I sat down in the chair, like a breeze hit my face. And I realized it was the first time I've been outside in four days. Mm. And it was just such a beautiful moment. I was just so grateful for him and for you and that's what life is about, man. Like you can't do it alone. And I'm very fortunate to have people like you who are willing to come and do that for me.
1: No, that's, that's the whole thing. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to do it alone and you don't have to do it alone. And so we will always show up. Dave is great at processes and, you know, lists making and task, you know, and figuring out like the order that things have to go in. I give him a lot of shit. I mean, literally 90% of my new tour is making fun of him because mm-hmm. there are things you can make fun of about Dave. But the <laughs> there are things I can there are things I can make fun of about Dave, but at the same time, he is so amazing when it comes to going in and taking care of things. And getting them, you know, getting them in the proper order and the way they need to be done and taking care of shit. And I know that I give him a lot of shit, but he, he was great yesterday. And that's the thing, like, I couldn't come and help you with that. Like, those are not things (laughs) that I could come help you with, but like, I can definitely come into your laundry and sort some shit and, and organize some shit. So I thought it was, it was, um, I was just really glad that we, that you allowed us to come help. And it makes me feel better knowing that you feel better in that sense. So it was a good day.
0: It was a good day. And it's so funny because halfway through the week last week, you're like, hey, something came up. I might not be able to come. And my socially anxious heart jumped for joy. I knew it did. I was like, oh, that's too bad. It's okay. Don't even worry about it. Like I would have been so okay with not having to step out of my comfort zone, but I would have been, I would have woken up today to... 10 garbage bags worth of laundry creeping out into the hallway. Um, my, no, like my finances still in disarray, having no clue what's going on inside my bank account. Like I would have been in the same position that I was in before. And I, I'm, oh, man, it's just so crazy because nothing changes if nothing changes.
1: Right. And I think that the things that you just mentioned about, being embarrassed about the situation that you were in, feeling the overwhelm and not knowing where to start. So you don't start anywhere. You just kind of sit and continue to build the overwhelm. All of these things are clearly, um, uh, all of these things are clearly, uh, the reason that people don't want to accept help. Mm -hmm. And I knew when we talked and you were like, it's no big deal. It's fine. I was like, no, it's not okay. I'm going to get this figured out. And I was lucky that I was able to find um, a place to stash Sophia. Um, But I was like, I'll figure this out. Like, I'm not letting you off the hook there with that. Uh, But I know that that's like, that's mental illness. Like that is at its core, what mental illness is. And people want to categorize that as being lazy or, um, you know, aloof to situations and things, and that's not what it is at all. It, right. it is clearly, you know, this is, you needed help. And so we wanted to help. And that was the best way that we knew how. Dave did mention though, next time we come, could you possibly have ice?
0: You're really pushing it. <laughs> uh, Walmart won't deliver ice. Okay. And I don't go to the grocery store, but okay. I'll make a special trip for you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? We'll bring our own ice next time. It's fine. We know what we know now. Not to buy warm sodas and show up because mm-hmm. there won't be any, ice. and that's okay. We've learned our lesson. But anyway, um, it was great seeing you. Uh, I uh, hopefully we'll get to see each
0: other again in a few weeks. And yes, also you left zero sodas here, and somebody had mentioned. The possibility of leaving sodas here. So last night at dinner, my I was so excited to go into my fridge and grab a soda that you left here. Dave took them. You guys manhandled all of them into your car when I wasn't looking. You straight up underarmed, You snuck them out. I di- I didn't know that he was taking them,
1: but Dave he did. Knew. He did take them because he if if Dave gets his hands on some Coca Cola, he'll tear it up. So he must have, he
0: must have had another Coke. That's all right. I've had enough Coke in my life. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, thanks again for being a good friend. And I'm, I just by reading the comments and stuff, I and feeling the support. Like if it's ever something you, I could tell you didn't want to talk about it uh, just now, like you weren't going to mention it out of respect for me, but I'm, I'm okay with you talking about it if you ever want to like in a different setting. Like if you wanted to go live or mention it on a live, what you guys did or whatever, just in hopes of helping somebody, I I wouldn't be upset just so you know.
1: The, the, The only thing that makes me even want to talk about it is because I don't think people realize when somebody says to them, like... No, I I you know, I I don't really need the help. It's fine. Like things are going okay. And you know that they're not, but you don't like try to peel back the curtain at all to like peek in. Yeah. And and the thing is is this is it's it's com- you know, I mean, you've been very honest about your mental health struggles and you are actively getting therapy and taking medication. So you're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing. But mm. when a hard left turn happens and you're even doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, you're still going to have those depressive times and you will need help. And I feel like it's important that you do have somebody who's a friend, who's a bit of a hemorrhoid that says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to keep pushing and we're going to, you know, come and see what's going on because, you know, you do, I, I need help a lot. Everybody needs help. But I think, like you said, the embarrassment stops people from asking for help or to get the help. And I just don't want. I just wish that that wasn't the way it was because yeah. you always feel better after you get the
0: help, right? Like, oh yeah, inevitably. Yep. But I laid on my daughter's carpet yesterday, and I was like, I just love laying on your clean carpet. <laughs> It was just – it sounds dumb, but it just – it was like a. It was like somebody hit the restart button. It was very cool. We all need a restart.
1: That's the whole thing. We yeah. all need the next chapter. We all need to know what's going on next. And, and I'm just happy. It really does make my heart happy that I was able to come in in some role and help with that because I'm not great at a lot of other things. But there's – but I can come in as a workhorse and help, you know, do some laundry. You know, I can sort. I can fold. I can – I can do those things. So for me, uh, I was I was honored that you allowed me in because I get it. That's heavy shit. But I'm, you know, like no matter what, even if you don't ever tour with me again, I'm still your best friend. <laughs> so I'm going to just show up.
0: <laughs> oh, Oh, so. people are crying.
1: I think it's important when you find somebody mm. that's this special in your life that you do continue to find ways to. Be supportive of one another, even though there's uh, mileage between you or whatever, like.
0: Yeah.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Somebody just brought up the video um, and I don't want to give away what they said in the comment to the podcast listeners because you can't see this, but if maybe somebody didn't see the video, could you maybe talk about it just a little my, bit? My video? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I I, I made a video, uh, Me versus Anxiety Part 7. This one was a little bit different um, because this wasn't a general anxiety situation. It was very specific to my life. Um. So basically there has been something going on in my personal life for a very long time. I've been kind of mysterious about it, not in a clickbaity way, but in a trying to respect my family and I's privacy while giving the people who've supported me kind of, um, I need more coffee cause my brain's not working. I didn't, I, I've had a lot of follow, follow, uh, people following my family for many years. And recently people will notice that one of my family members is not as present mm-hmm. if at all. And I needed a way to address that missing link that didn't feel like a sit down YouTube apology cry video that didn't feel like a victim-y, give-me-attention way, and I I could never figure it out. So I had the idea of doing it in a humorous way that answered a question without necessarily answering it. And I suppose that this is the first time I will say the actual sentence. Um, I am divorced. Drew and I got a divorce. And I haven't really wanted to use that word because we've been trying to figure out how to let the kids know. I mean, we've been living apart for a long time. Oh, well, not a long time, but a few months, like we've been sharing custody. They're going back and forth. They know uh, that something's different, but they don't understand because so far we've just explained it as we get along better this way. We're happier. Um, Moms and dads, when we have our own space and da da da. So we haven't used the D word because it feels so final. Um, and they've been through so much loss this past year. They lost their grandpa and their aunt. <clears throat> so out of respect for them and out of respect for him, I've been trying not to make it a huge publicity giant thing. And I really would have been completely content going the rest of my life, never making any kind of statement. But it would have been physically impossible in this job that I have for me to just keep pretending like it never happened and ignoring the question. So now I've made a video. It was on my terms. It was exactly how I wanted to do it. Uh to that way if anybody asks in the future, other people in the comments could let them know. Um they're not together anymore.
1: Yeah. And the video was epic. I felt like the end of the video, just you got to go watch the video because I cried at the end of the video. And then I went in and gave her a big hug after I watched it. Cause I wasn't on Facebook the day before the day that she posted it. Cause we were on the road for that retirement party. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even go on to Facebook, um, in the afternoon at all, or the next morning. Cause then I got to your house So when you were like, what did you think of my video? And I was like, I didn't, I didn't see a video. Hold on. Let me go into the other room and uh, watch it. Uh, Cause it's weird when you watch somebody's video in front of them. (laughs) I'm like this with my, (laughs) my fists under my chin. But it was, it was so great. And it was, I thought the perfect way that you would have explained it on your terms, which I thought was great.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to, I had so many messages I wanted to convey. And I really didn't want to do a sit down 45 minute video about this situation, trying to explain things. So for me, it's very therapeutic. It's a form of art to be able to take something from my mind and use characters to bring it to life. And so I wanted people to know we're great. He lives a minute and a half down the street. We see each other every day. Um, we're incredibly involved with each other's lives. We both just want the other person to be happy. We did everything that we could. I have been trying for a very, very, very long time to make things work. Um, but what it boils down to it, you know, I know people have different beliefs about these kinds of things and about divorce and, but it is my opinion that life is unbelievably short. And, um, do you want me to keep it? It is my opinion that life is unbelievably short and we only have one go around and we only have one opportunity. It's not like we get to come back and start over and make different choices. So I decided that I was worthy of freedom. I was worthy of happiness. I was worthy of allowing my light to shine as bright as it wanted to. Mm. And I really wanted to be able to open my petals all the way (laughs) and soak in the sun without feeling like um, that was wrong. And so I'm happy. I'm optimistic. I'm a little afraid, but I'm hopeful. You should be. I am.
1: Uh, You really should be because you are amazing and you're kick-ass. And if you, if you, your light shines, even when you think that it's about to diminish and go out, it shines so bright for others. You are a beacon. You are a lighthouse. And you have been for years. From the moment you started sharing your journey, you have been For, for millions of people So when you said that, when you said, I just want my light to be able to shine bright, I want freedom. I wanted to vomit because it's so, (laughs) it's so, it's such an integral part of who you are. And, and that can't ever diminish. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you have to be able to feel that in your soul, in your soul. And if you, if you feel like that's not happening, Anybody who's listening to this, if you feel like that's not happening, that's not okay. Like there's nothing that's okay about that because you, you shouldn't be censored. We get, we get one go around. (coughs) Don't, don't censor that shit.
0: And also in my opinion, which means nothing really in the grand scheme of things, but I do believe that there is a choice to be made. Well, let me just say this. There is a point we, we did so much behind the scenes to try. I mean, every moment of every day was a fight to get back to a place of being okay. And there was, I was never satisfied. It was never enough. Mm-hmm. His best efforts were never enough for me. So he was fighting an uphill battle constantly. And I was left feeling like something was missing constantly. And so at one point he said to me, you're trying to change the chemical makeup of my brain so that you can be happy. And it's not fair and impossible. And that was when I was like, damn, that's so true. Sometimes down to your core, you're just not compatible. And trying to mold and shape and whip him into a place where he fits the idea of what makes me happy when his Lego piece just doesn't snap onto that because he wasn't built that way, it's unfair. And so I don't deserve to settle for something that won't be what I need. And he doesn't deserve to feel like it's never good enough no matter what he does. It's not fair to him. It's not that he's a bad person. It's not that he's wrong. It's not that he isn't good enough. Compatibility-wise and what I need in order to be happy is just something that he is unable to provide. And I'm i not angry at him for that. And it will be what someone else needs. It will be more than enough for what someone else needs. The chemical makeup of his brain will be perfect for somebody else. Just not me.
1: I think that's brilliantly said. Uh, And I do, I think that's why I talk about all the time. Like when I am telling these jokes on stage about Dave, um, I always say, I said it through the last tour and I'll say it through this one. Marriage is a choice. You make the choice every day. Little things pop up and happen throughout the course of 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 your marriage that you you it's it's a choice. Do I do I, you know, want to continue down this path? And uh, I think that a lot of times um the longer we're married or the longer we remain unhappy or the longer things, you know, happen that way, you feel like it isn't a choice maybe anymore. Like I'm too, it's too far gone or I'm too far in or there's nothing I could do or where would I go or what would I, but it's, it's always a choice.
0: It's always, 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 always a choice. Um, Sometimes I'd love to talk about that a little bit because I feel like I'm in a very blessed position mm -hmm. where if I did make that choice to separate or whatever, I, I'm able to provide for myself and the kids.
2: There's so many people out
0: there who don't, who can't, Mm -hmm. who feel stuck. Yes. And, you know, I mean, there's shelters and things like that, but then as a mom, I'm sure you're like debating like, well, do I want my kids to be in a shelter or do I want them to just stay here where they know normalcy? And I will settle so that they can have a good life. I will deal with the unhappiness so that they could have a home, you know, and it's a hundred percent. You just hit the nail on the head there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. We are, you know, there are many people who aren't in the position that can say, I can just start fresh, because what mm-hmm. does that even look like? But you're completely right. you're right. I'm, I spoke at a turn there. i I didn't mm. mean it in that way, but you're hundred percent right that that is a true story. So although it is a choice, right. if you don't right have, If you don't have backup in any way, shape or form, is it really a choice? So right. you're right with
0: that, absolutely. Yeah. And it wasn't wrong what you said, because it is a choice. It And just because it is hard for people doesn't mean that they are stuck. So what you said wasn't wrong. It doesn't mean that they are stuck. It just means it's going to be much more challenging and a lot easier to give in to the place of settling when you don't have the financial means to make that change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And I think somebody just um, somebody just made a comment that was that was also very poignant you were suited for each other at one point in your lives you're not those people any longer yeah right so it's not that it wasn't a good choice at the time it's just that now it's different and i think that that's
0: uh i think that that's a good a good way to see it as well absolutely and with my position like my wants and desires and requirements for happiness At the time when him and I got together are so different Mm -hmm. than what my wants and desires and requirements for happiness are now. Back then, I was living in a halfway house and so was he. And I knew him for all of two months when I found out I was pregnant. And then we were married five months after meeting each other. We didn't know each other as we stood across from each other at the altar. We just knew that we were excited and we were happy. And we thought we loved each other and maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but we were married for nine years. Mm -hmm. Like we stuck it out. He stuck by me. He could have run full speed and he didn't. And it was wonderful. And, um, you know, sometimes things happen, choices are made and, uh, it comes down to a point of, you know. I don't want to say too much. hmm But for me and my family and my future and their future, this was the best decision for all of us to end up happy. Hopefully. Right. I can't speak for the kids because I don't, I don't know the statistics.
1: No. But. <laughs> no, they have two parents that love them
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's
1: what they need um, to be happy and to, and to live, uh, a fulfilled life. That's what they need. The parents don't need to live in the same house. The parents don't need to be there every morning when they wake up because it's, you know,
0: that's not what they need. Kids are resilient. And and I do But they don't understand that that's, what's tough. Yeah. And Chloe expressed to me the other day, she's also, whatever, she was tired, but she's like, I just want, I miss you and dad hanging out together at the same place. I don't want to go to separate houses and see you. I want to see you together. And I was like, we're going to make that happen. Thank you for expressing that to me. I, it, It's I'm really proud of you for putting into words what you want. And so I reached out to Drew and I'm like, we got to do something this weekend, all of us together as a family, like not as a family, but I think that them seeing us together in the same room, hanging out would be good. But then the other part of me is like, does this give them false hope? Does this make it confusing? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just know that I want them to be happy and I'll do whatever it takes. I'll become best friends with his, if he ever gets a new girlfriend, we'll be besties. I'll move her into my house. Like, what do you need in order to be happy children? Cause we'll make it happen.
1: No, but I think that that's, that's the difference right there is that you're willing to go above and beyond. I don't think it necessarily gives false hope. I think it shows what the new normal is. Mm. And so you just, whatever it is that you want these kids to get from it, that's what you're, you know, you're, you got to remember, like, we are our kids first teachers, yeah. right? So you ha- you're teaching them that this is what the new normal is. And if you guys are going to do Sunday dinners because they want to see mom and dad in the same place, then then make it a Sunday dinner thing. And that's what you do or whatever it is, you know, a taco Tuesday. I don't care, but, it, but the point remains that it's something that you are setting forward as the example, and this is how we're going to do it. And I think that the fact that Chloe verbalized that. Oh, yeah. Stellar.
0: Yeah, she's so good. She's I mean. Very vocal.
1: But that's great because at her age – I mean what is she first grade?
0: Uh good question. She's going into second.
1: Going into second. Yeah, just finished first grade. What? Ugh. How did that happen? So, I think it's I think it's great that she's in that spot and she's like this is what I need, this is what I want. And to her credit,
0: great. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Caden would live with his dad full time if he could. Caden's like, you, mom <laughs> like his dad." Uh, parts of the video that I made were true. Like him being more fun Mm. because I'm afraid all the time. And as, as you all know, he doesn't give a shit about safety. He (laughs) just wants fun. And, uh, I say it to his face. It's not like I'm talking crap, but like they go and they fish and I have a phobia of water. Yeah. And so we won't be near lake because I will have no chill because I will be staring at the shoreline waiting for an alligator and then the whole time I'm plotting how I'm going to take this alligator down if it comes up <laughs> like I've got it in my mind the wrestling match anyway so so that's where Caden's at he's super he's like can I go to dad's if it gets lame here for 10 minutes if he gets bored he's like can I go to dad's I'm like dude what why he's like I want to go fishing I want to play basketball I want to do boy stuff And I, like, I could do though. boy stuff what's up so I've been playing catch which is nice because I never would have been the one to play catch before. And now I I take on that, that role. And I'm like, okay, this is bonding. I like it. And I think it's cool that he gets quality time with the girls also because he has no choice. Mm. You know, he was very uncomfortable at first, like being like, he doesn't know how to interact with girls because they're girly. He's a man's man. Mm. And so now he has no choice, but to get on the floor and play Barbies because I'm not there to do it. Yeah,
1: no, I, I, I mean, it's probably, I mean, what is statistically when they, speaking of statistics, when they, when they mention things that are the most stressful events that people go through in their lives, right? Top mm -hmm. five, you know, divorces is in the top five. People fight and get stressed over money, divorce, death of a family member, uh Moving is actually in the top five, i believe, so these are mm-hmm. these are life changing events um and you know you don't you you don't dwell it 's a season right so you 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 will continue to move forward and grow and learn and change, and that 's what you're supposed to do yeah so i'm I'm happy for you i i don't think my heart could be happier for you
0: thank you to so start
1: much. fresh.
0: Yes, girl. Yes. I, somebody in the comments, <laughs> this is, this shouldn't be that funny, but said, um, where did it go? It just left. Just be prepared for the new partner to not necessarily want to be besties right away. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. because Can you imagine like this girl and then I show up with like friendship bracelets <laughs> And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm so happy to meet you. I'm Tiffany. And mm-hmm. she's like, I know who you are. And I'm like, awesome, awesome. Do you want to go get coffee together and hang out? <laughs> she's like, no, mm-hmm. this is really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> and I'm just like a little puppy. Just it's so funny. It just makes me laugh really hard.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope that it that. won't be that. But you you do have a great relationship with his ex yes and that you can tell that having that relationship with his ex has made things so much easier with um your bonus daughter
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: with life in general and so i want to i want to hope and pray that that's the way it goes you know next time around because i hope so
0: because you know she's going to be around the kids right but the only thing that like if she doesn't, we don't have to be best friends. That's fine. We don't have to be regular friends either. That's okay. But I'm just grateful that my kids are old enough to give me the inside scoop. Like if she's being an a-hole, they're old enough to tell me. That was like a huge fear of mine. I like to prepare for every scenario. So when they were babies and I was like, if he left and this bitch was like leaving the kids in the crib or like hitting them or something, they'd never be able to tell me, but now they will. And so that Gives me peace. Like, okay, we don't have to be friends, but if if you act out on my babies, I will give you a roundhouse kick to the jawbone.
1: Yeah, and they obviously we all know how vocal Chloe is, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know she'll, she'll, she'll be she'll, the first to tattle. Mom, come get me,
0: this bitch. Yeah, has got a real attitude.
1: Yeah, no, I think that that I think that that would be good. But I do, you know, I I, I am as always
0: impressed by you. So I think it's great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll see. There's ebbs and flows. Of course. You know, there's going to be days where I'm watching TV and a Walgreens commercial makes me sob and I look at baby pictures of the kids and I am wipe my tears with marriage photos. Who knows? But so far, I've been feeling pretty positive and optimistic and happy and excited and hopeful and all the good adjectives. I'm painting in the dining room.
1: I could tell you were painting um with your laundry. Okay. <laughs> you That's... had some if one of your shirts, I was like, does she just wipe the brushes on this while she's painting? <laughs> because there's just <laughs> friggin' paint streaks all up and down this and I'm like, does she just use this as like the the paint rag? Like she just wipes it across her breasts? I'm like, what is going on here? Yes. And I, I, I think you have to because I saw multiple shirts that way.
0: That's so funny.
1: Maybe a what, a smock?
0: Yeah, I should. Maybe I should need I should. a painter's smock? I don't know. I should get a smock, but yeah. Anyway, so that's that. So everything's good. So those are all the statements I'm probably going to make for a long time. Maybe, not, you know, I don't want it to be the main focus of my life. I don't want to be, a you know, any kind of advocate for, <laughs> I don't want to be a spokesperson for divorce, divorce or <laughs> somebody that people come to to get advice because I don't have any. Uh, Maybe one day down the road, but yeah. Oh my gosh, Dave, all day yesterday, I just kept staring at the side of his face while he was doing like my finances. And I'm like, how can I convince him to let me hire him full-time to fix my life? Like Iyanla, fix my life. And then I was like, what is the title of what he's doing? What would that person be called? Somebody who comes to your house and does all the grown-up things for you. What is that job? Because I need it. I need to hire that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: somebody.
1: But he told you he'd do that for you. And the thing is, is he can do it from here with you too. I'm talking about
0: forever though. So I never have to look at another number.
1: So maybe instead of that way, he helps you for the next six to 12 months until you know how to do all of it. And it's baby steps to get to the being... The adult who does their finances. Yeah. I would love that. I'll pay him. I'll yeah. yeah, We don't pay him, but he will do it.
0: You're volunteering. No, he told me on the way home.
1: He told me on the way home, he will sit with you, um, every couple of days on the phone for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, whatever it takes to go in and, uh, do your stuff. My business manager. That's what he is. That's literally the name of our company. My business manager. It's good, so I, he can I'd do give that. Give you a, a Yelp review? Oh, great, I'm great. To... I'm not. I don't know that we're on the Yelp, but um, okay. but yeah, no, that's absolutely something that he can do because. um. Somebody said you lost her at phone.
0: They must have seen it. <laughs> My eyes. oh, you need me to call him on the phone? Yeah, I fell asleep as soon as you said it. Sit down with you multiple times on the phone. I was like,
1: okay, but you know.
0: It's kind of if but when he's here yesterday, he was like, I was, I was like a puppy. I kept standing up and like walking in circles. And he looked at me and he's like, just sit right there. <laughs> don't move for a minute. And I was like, okay. It was like exactly what I needed because I didn't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, Like, and, what, what movie is that where he just holds his hands up? It's Talladega Night. Yeah. I don't know but what then, to do with my at, hands. At one point, we were going to go to the bank. And of course, my wallet's gone. It left. It's It's gone. I'm searching the cracks of the couch. I'm sweating. I'm stressing. In the midst of all this, my wallet is missing. Mm. And so I'm, I just, I was walking back and forth in the kitchen, like thinking of where it could be. And he's like, Just relax. Come here. Just, just stand right here and breathe. That's all you have to do is breathe. (laughs) It's like, All right, I can do that. And it, I was like, I don't know what this is called, but I need it. Like, a, like, I want to be a robot and somebody else just control my every move. So I don't have to think that would look, I have goosebumps. If I become a millionaire, that's what I'm doing. I'm hiring someone to move my arms for me.
1: Right. Well, and, and you, and when you get there, then do that. And, but in the intermediate, he can do that for you and get you where you need to be. Cause he's good at it. And he likes to do that. I mean, I don't get why he likes to do it, but we're, you know, he does.
0: He loves it. Uh huh. Caitlin's crying. Dave is amazing. He really is. He really is. He likes to pretend like he's a meanie head, but he's, he's a little if he mean. likes you, he'll do any he's like you in that way. Yeah, a little bit. You guys seem porcupiney, but you're really like twinkies. <laughs> Soft on the inside. <laughs> you twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Never mind. Um, somebody said. My husband's company is called Husband for a Day. I love that. I love that too. I think that's cute. That's such a good idea. Yeah, I do. That's a good idea. Hello? Got a good 44 minutes in. I don't know what's good. Yes, honey. Have I seen your hat? The cat. I have not seen the cat. I'm so sorry. The cat?
1: Wait a minute. Dave is trying to join our stream, I think.
0: Come down here. So is Chloe. Hold on. Oh, my God. What? What just happened?
1: David. Uh-uh. We can't hear you. Why you can't, can't we hear Dave? I don't know. Is it? It's not working. Um, oh, there's Chloe. It was working. It says, I...
0: want to go back to that?
1: Can't unmute. The mic isn't connected. It's saying your mic isn't connected. <laughs> you guys can't see Chloe's face right now, but.
0: It's very much like my face.
1: It It is a carbon copy. In the morning. It is a carbon copy. <laughs>
0: They're saying you look like me in the morning. Good morning. There. We got Dave now. I heard you. Yeah. How are we doing? Good. We've got our first caller.
2: <laughs> I have a long distance request. Dedication.
1: What do you think? This is the Delilah show.
2: (laughs) I I wanted to submit my application for life coach.
0: Oh, for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, for both of us, uh, deal done. That was, I mean, I don't
2: convince your partner over there to take the coaching as well.
0: Excuse me. I mean, he's a natural. We were trying to make a phone call yesterday and he said, hello, Rebecca, Sarah Miller, please. And when they put us on hold, I was like, that was so rude, Dave. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you didn't even say like, 'Hi, hi, sorry to bother you. I was wondering if Sarah Miller was available. My job
2: is literally to answer the phone and transfer you to who you need. And I said, hi. I said, hi, I said, hi. I said, I said her name. And then I said, I need so-and-so.
0: There was no cushion. Around the words. It Hi, was just.
1: Um, I was just. I wanted to call and let you know that I um, had some gas this morning. And then I thought, <laughs> should I make this phone call? And then I was like, I don't want to bother anybody. That would be Tiffany. Anytime yeah. she needs to
0: make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so he. I could use some boundaries coaching for sure.
2: You did great. You got on the phone on the on the second call and you said what you needed. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Maybe, or was it the third call? One of I them don't, you got
0: I think the only thing I said was I don't know what I'm doing, I'm dumb, Dave's gonna talk for me.
2: No. Look, what we talked about, right? The there are people like you that are that are empaths, and there are people like me that while we Socio. <laughs> <laughs> while we while while we, we do care about others, there's just things that need to get done, right? Yeah. And Are you when- sure
1: you care about others? I just want to. He does. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. And and what did what did I say when when?
0: Uh oh. Jesus, <laughs> shut him down. He's like, we don't no blasphemy on this podcast. What just happened, Dave? Your screen went black. I'm so curious what he was going to say. Yeah, he needs to come back. That was too funny. The timing of it. Hey, you're back. Let's oh. just pretend like we never lost him. But he's still he still looks t- really into it. But he's still. Oh, no. hmm. Is that him? Hello. Hey,
1: Mom. Buddy, I got to call you back. I'm on the podcast. Wait, no,
0: that? I'm going to check it. it.
1: Not here. He's in the car somewhere. What do you need?
0: This is normal. This is, I'm just going to be here, guys. You have a phone call. You're a frozen popsicle. I'll just be here. This is fine. I'm like in a weird sandwich. I'm in a masonry sandwich. What's up? Did we lose him again? He's been gone. Oh. Hold on.
2: Someone tried calling me. Oh. uh... But no, with that phone call, right? What, what did we say? What did I say? Because I, not everyone thinks about feelings the way I do. That mm-hmm. what I've learned is the more concise, the less words I use, the less trouble I get into and the easier it is for everything. Right. No,
0: that's not what you said. You said it's so much better yesterday. You said the less words that I use, the easier I'm making it for them. To understand what I'm asking
2: for. To not get caught up in emotion.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a separate thing you said. You you said two things that were profound. You said it was like in soccer, where if somebody made a bad play on the field, you'd be like, you're an idiot. But then afterwards, you'd be like, do you want to go grab a couple of beers? Because it's two separate things. You separated the emotion from the business. Yeah. And then you said, by using less words, you're actually doing the listener a favor. Because you're giving them less to process.
2: Which made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So you did great yesterday.
0: <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. I really appreciate it. And I meant to text you back. Uh, it was really nice. I I said a lot of really wonderful For, things about you earlier. So anyone I, who didn't like Amazon-ing you or was on some, the fence.
2: I'm going to yeah. Amazon some ice cube trays to your house.
0: You know what? I'm going to put P in them. Ew. All right.
2: <laughs> I'm going to okay. do that. All right, You guys have, have fun. I'll talk to you later.
0: Okay, bye.
2: Bye.
0: Oh my gosh. The whole time he was frozen, did, was he talking? I don't know what he was doing. Because when he did come back, it was the middle of a sentence as if nothing, there was no lapse. I felt like I was in a weird time warp. Yeah, he, um, I guess, got
1: a phone call, and that's what interrupted it. And it was my kid um, calling him um, because then my kid called me and asked to be picked up. So I'm sending my other kid to go pick him up.
0: Oh, Chloe just asked me if she could go to camp, dude. <laughs> I'm like, camp started two hours ago, Yeah, and I kept you home because of your sassy. And not because of her sassy attitude. I just felt like she needed a break. I could tell Sleep. by her temperance that she's just worn out, dude.
1: Yeah, it, they do. I think they get, they, I think they definitely get overtired.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I remember summers. We didn't do nothing. Yeah. We just laid around and watched Boy Meets World. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, this
1: was, I feel like this was, it. this episode was, is meaty. There's a lot of meat here. If you're looking for,
0: uh, if you're don't looking for good portion sizes,
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah, it would, the first one was fine meaty this is yeah twinkies no nope. full course I'm hungry five course meal no yeah this was a big episode yeah. it was a big episode it feels good to have it out in the open now i can move on with my life and just carry on as normal and i'm i'm happy about that yeah so um we will do this again next week oh somebody said this episode will go down in teoli history as one of the best ever uh. this was very therapeutic love that somebody else added to your weirdness and said really big bites in this one <laughs> big <laughs> bites <laughs> <laughs> like more meat
1: analogies I know like we like I feel like you always need another meat an- analogy um, okay
0: join us next week
1: for another episode of take it or leave it an advice ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no, no idea, idea what, what they're, they're doing. doing and we love meat We love you. We love you. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys.
2: We love me.